So by God's design, we have an innate need to be loved and not be alone, but rather belong. As children, we learn to give and receive affection and are taught the skills that will help us find acceptance in society. Hopefully, we are taught that. Through our relationships with our family and our friends and associates at church and school, we learn to socialize. We learn to be integrated into a group. That's why in the growing up process, it is very important for parents to recognize the need for their children to have social interaction. They learn these skills when they're young. If you're struggling with loneliness, know this, you're not alone. Everyone experiences seasons of loneliness or isolation for one reason or another. We usually overcome loneliness by meeting new friends, by getting involved in some social circle or church or taking on some new challenge. But in some cases, there are personal factors and circumstances that come along that make it difficult for us to break out of our loneliness. The death of a loved one. How do you deal with that? Missing them. Longing for them. The vacuum that is created. A divorce. A separation. Moving from one location to another. Being uprooted and transplanted in a whole new community. Divorce. You know, there are so many causes of loneliness that we could name here this morning. Some of them we overcome quickly, and that's the way it should be. But when it lingers for a long period of time, that feeling, that sense of loneliness, we need to get concerned, and we need to get some help. Because loneliness can adversely affect you emotionally, mentally, and even physically. There's proof it can lead to depression. It can lead to much more serious things. Loneliness. If you're feeling lonely, don't bottle it up. Don't isolate yourself. Talk to somebody. There are social factors that contribute to loneliness. We live in an age of modern technology. We sit at home and watch TV in the midst of our family. Do we talk to one another? You can sit there and watch that TV together and be lonely. You know what? You can be on that computer emailing and, and uh, blogging and, and, and still be lonely. Facebook, still be lonely. We can use those tools to, to help our, with our loneliness. We certainly can. And they do, I'm sure. Often loneliness can be brought on by developmental, social, or situational factors that lead to problems that only worsen. Alcoholism, drug abuse, family breakdown, and other social ills are frequently rooted in loneliness and often lead to greater alienation. In the Bible, as we just talked about with Adam and Eve, it illustrates that God intends for us to share our lives with other people. You ever heard the saying, no man is an island? It's a fact, friend. You can't live, you can't exist by yourself. Here here is an astounding revelation for you. Between the ages of, say, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, close to 11, boys and girls can't stand each other. Amen? But around 12, 13, 14, something happens. Magic. 
The fairy comes down and touches them on the head and voila, transformation. Now they can't stand their own sex. They want to be with the other sex. What happened? It's a transformation known as puberty. And it's common to all. How did that happen? God put it there. As much as we parents curse it, God put it there. As much as it causes us worry and fretting and heartache, God put it there. And it's a hard time to work through, but it's part of that socialization, developing social skills that is necessary for their future happiness. That's just another example of how God made us to be associated and involved with other people. 